Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former St. Louis Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. We are happy to be joined by the captain of your defending Stanley Cup champions and the defenseman that we all hope is here for the long term. He is Alex Petrangelo joining us here on Ribs and BK. Petro, how you doing today, man? I'm good, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing very well. So let's start with this. We've all been having a weird time right now. There's no sports. We were certainly in quarantine, kind of cooped up for quite a while. We know you got some little ones around the house. What's life been like for the Petrangelos of late? You know what? It was a little bit rough, I think, to start. <laughs> I mean, I'm not used to being around that much. So I was almost like uh, I had to catch up with everything in my wife. Uh, I'll tell you what. She's a saint to know that she does this every day with the three of them. So it's kind of been a sense of reality for me to know what it's like to be home all the time. But I think now that we kind of got into a groove, um, anyone who knows you know what it's like to be a parent and be away from their kids, you uh, certainly enjoy it when you're home. And I've enjoyed it uh, more than I thought. I think at this age, too, they're almost turning two. So their personalities are really starting to come out and their attitudes, which we've learned you know, fairly quickly. So, uh, good good uh, parenting lessons. They get to be in uh, quarantine as long as we have. Yeah, Petro, okay, so I used to have the same problem. At the end of the season, I'd come home, and, you know, my wife will have been holding down the fort, and we had the four kids, and I'd come home and think that my opinion actually mattered when it came to what was going on in the house. And and you know my wife, and you've, you've had a chance to talk to her. She quickly reminded me that that was like her castle and that I was the newbie around. So I'm wondering, how long did it take for you to realize that you were just going to take orders and do what she's telling you? Uh, I've been with my wife for 10 years, Riz, so I knew that a long time ago. <laughs> I, I, you know what, so I make some dumb mistakes with the kids, so maybe uh, maybe it's best I leave there. I bought up the kids, these, uh, the boys are into dinosaurs. Girls, she's into like trolls, so I always get these dolls, but uh, I bought these kids dinosaurs, and I bought them one the other day, and didn't know how loud they were. My wife said, well, those ones are going to go in the dumpster. I'm like, oh, well, I just ordered those. I was so excited about them, so... I guess you're kind of, you live and you learn, right? Is, the, is there anything else in particular, Petro, that you're doing around the house right now that your wife's just like, come on, like this is this is not acceptable, whether it be like throwing the clothes in the hamper but not quite getting it all the way in? Is there anything that you do at home that just gets on your la- the last nerve of your wife? Um, I'm a busybody, so I'm always like, all right, let's clean the house. Let's, you know, what clothes do we not need anymore? What toys do we not need anymore? She's like, you know, just leave it. The kids are fine. And you know what I find with the kids? It's always that one toy that you want to throw out that they've never played with. But then you throw it in the garage, and you're like, okay, I'm going to donate it. And then they see it, and all of a sudden they play with it for a week. And you're like, oh, gosh. You know? <laughs> Put it in the car. <laughs> I have lived that one, too. Putting it out, you're, like, ready to clean up. And then the kids are, like, crying because they're like, Daddy's getting rid of my favorite toy. I'm like, I haven't touched it in six months. Yeah, and with, you know, twins or triplets and there's a lot of toys, let's just say that. 
So, okay, Petro, I know you're a busy body, okay? You can't sit still, and your brain's working a million miles a minute. This break has been unique, to say the least. And, you know, we've all experienced lockout-type situations and whatnot where sometimes the finish line, you can't see it, you're not quite sure. But this is really unique in in the fact that we've never really dealt, not really, we just never have dealt with this before. How have you been handling mentally to stay focused, to stay in shape, to be ready, but knowing that the finish line, like, we don't know where it is? Um, I, I took a little, maybe a, a little bit of time off, but really since then, I've just treated it as my off season. I mean, I figured, you know, if we do go back and play uh, and finish, and let's just say we do go all the way, it's going to be technically an off season, which will be probably shorter than normal. So there won't be much time to kind of train and get back. So, I really I sat down with Eric, uh, my trainer, and we kind of went over a plan and just you know I've I've been training longer than I did all of last off season I think or maybe close so it's, I, that's kind of the way I've gone about it and if they give us the go ahead to say we're going to play I'll probably get back on the ice but for now I'm just staying off the ice after all the hockey you know we played last year and then uh, you know we'll, we'll have three week four weeks of training camp and then probably a couple weeks before training camp before we even know that we're going to play so I think that's ample time for a guy like me who uh, who could probably use the rest. Yeah, okay. So that's interesting because, like, back in the day, we used to go a couple of months <laughs> before touching the ice in the off season, and we yeah. get back and work off the beer and, and chicken wings. But you guys now, it's I mean, it's a 12-month gig, and I know you. You're on the ice a lot. You do a lot of extra work. This has to be the longest period of time that you haven't been on the ice. How hard is that for you? No, it hasn't been too bad. Again, I think it's because we played so much hockey last year, and now that I'm, you know, I can find the distraction at home with the kids that keep me busy. But um, it's been a good opportunity, and, and like I said, last summer uh, between the the finals and then you celebrate and all that. I mean, the, the off season wasn't as long as I usually get to really work on things. So you know, I, I really like to focus on things in the off season to kind of uh, want to make sure that I stay healthy and not get injured, and you know, obviously help me become a better player, but. Uh, I've really had an opportunity now to really sit back and focus on those things and not feel like I'm, you know, in a rush to uh, to train to try and get to where I want. So, uh, I mean, maybe it's been nice to kind of take that break and be able to focus on things here because it'll help me if we do go back and then go into next year. We're talking with Blues captain and defenseman Alex Petrangelo here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Petra, we talked with uh, Braden Shin the other day, and he said there hasn't been a ton of communication in terms of, like, the full team with Zoom meetings or anything like that, but that there's at least an ongoing group message, that there's some memes going back and forth and those sorts of things. How much communication has there been between you and some of the other players on the team about what it's going to take to be able to get back on the ice? Yeah, we have a chat that's always going on, and there's always uh, calls with the league and our union that uh, we have a pretty good representation in our team. I mean, usually there's anywhere from five to a dozen guys on those calls, and we'll all chat about that after. And, um, you know, we're a tight group, so everyone's staying in touch. I mean, um, I think most of the guys kind of know that there's a chance that we're going to play again. So the big discussions that we have are, like you said, how do we prepare and, and when's it going to all start? So. It's been kind of talking in circles right now because we don't really know what the uh, what the answer is going to be. But most of us are still in St. Louis, so uh, we run into each other once in a while. Yeah, I can just imagine the frustration of t- being like running in circles because you don't know what's coming, if it's coming, when it's coming. But if we're going to isolate something that we do know that's come out in, in the last little bit is the format for the playoffs. Looking at the format, and you know, Shanner had 
you know, basically Shannon just gave it the, I don't even care what the format is the other day, but, you know, for yourself, does the format matter to you right now? Is there something you like about it? Is there something that maybe you don't like about it? Uh, there was oh, countless ideas thrown out. I can, can't even think of half of them. There were so many. And whichever one that we said, oh, maybe that makes sense, there was a, a way to look at it and say, oh, you know what, that doesn't really make sense. So, you know, I kind of have the same answer where it doesn't really matter as long as, you know, everybody agreed on it, as long as the general managers agreed on it, and, you know, you just kind of go with it. The logistics obviously are the hardest part to work out with our families, but that's a whole other step that I think between us and the league we're going to have to take. But uh, in terms of just playing, there's no easy answer. Um, Got to find a way to keep everybody involved and try and, you know, um, have some entertainment, and this is the best way we thought it would be possible. In terms of just playing, what is it about the St. Louis Blues, in your opinion, that gives you guys an advantage, let's say, going into this, that maybe some other teams just don't have? Uh, one, chemistry. I mean, we've all played together for a long, most of us, for a long time, and we have an identity. Uh, we certainly found that identity last year, carried into this year, and we have depth. Um, I think as the season progresses, we were able to use that depth, but this will be interesting because, uh, you know, we plan all year knowing that, okay, we have a chance to, uh, you know, make the playoffs and have success in the playoffs. And, and you sit down and you plan all year with the coaches uh, on how you're going to go about your business. And, you know, good teams are able to uh, keep that, you know, game at a high level, which is what we've done. Um, but then again, now everybody's healthy and every team is going to be healthy. So it's certainly going to be a little bit interesting. There might be more surprises than people think here going into, into this thing. Blues captain Alex Petrangelo on with us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Petro, I did want to ask you, because every time that we talk with a player, they, they have a lot of ifs, if we're able to get back on the ice. And I think for a lot of the fan base, there was there was a, a belief when they announced the format that, oh, okay, they're coming back in early August. This is going to be, we're going to be able to watch the Blues go win the Cup again and starting in early August. How How much still needs to be done before we actually are able to watch these games on the ice? Well, there's a lot. I mean, this is just the first step. I mean, we haven't really begun phase two yet. So um, this is one thing that was on, an ongoing discussion that is, is checked off the list. But uh, I said it before, it's, it's it's hard because it's not really in our hands. And we have, you know, the, the government and the health officials making those decisions for us. But again, it's easy because they're making the decisions and um, those are the right decisions for us. And we're going to trust their you know opinions and, and what they say. So we have to trust what they're doing. Obviously, um, um, it's kind of working between the union and the league and, and the health officials, and, the, and there's good communication, which is uh, making things a little bit easier. But, again, we're following their guidelines, and uh, rightfully so. That's how it should be. All right, Petro, it's time to talk about the elephant <laughs> in the room, buddy. And I'm you know, I'm the guy to do it. Um, look, we know you're unrestricted free agent at the end of this season, whenever that may be. Um, has there been any dialogue between Newport Sports and, and Doug Armstrong and yourself? You guys chatting at all lately? Um, you know, it's been quiet. Uh, obviously, this is a situation that no one really, uh, you know, saw coming. But, you know, I've kept most of the stuff internal. And I think, I'm, you know, I, I prefer to keep it that way. Like, the, the only thing that I can really say is, is me and my wife are really taking our time to kind of go through all of the options and what's going to happen and, um, you know, the league doesn't even know, you know, where things are going to be at. I think once, you know, they decide if, if we're coming back or, or not, there'll be a little bit more clarity on what's going to happen next year moving forward. But, um, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm running 100 miles an hour, but <laughs> I'll give myself credit. I've had an opportunity to really sit back and um, 
take my time and really just discuss with, with my wife and um, my family about what's going to be the best decision for us moving forward because ultimately that's that's what matters. Now, look, it's a unique situation, Petro, because the pandemic is upon us, right? And that's going to affect a lot of things moving forward. But how many discussions have you had with, you know, Pat Morris, Don Meehan, Newport Sports, and your wife just about, you know, how different this next contract could look because of the pandemic? Um, I've heard, you know, people say that before, and they've asked me that before. And I don't think it's really um, going to affect you know, maybe as much as people think it may, but I think the hardest thing for teams, whether it's me or, or, or different free agent is, um, or restricted free agent, whatever it is, they're going to have to find ways to be more creative than maybe they, they were planning on before, especially after they had said that the, uh, the cap was going to go up. So I think it's just more teams finding ways to make things work, finding different ways to make things work. And, um, again, I think both sides know that this wasn't really planned from, from anybody. So I think everybody's going to have to kind of sit down and, and try and work things out. Petro, so I, I, from the outside looking in and just from the fans' perspective, there's a lot of emphasis placed on legacy, right, for players, with it, whether it's within an individual community or a team. And for you, you're, you're the first captain to hoist the cup here in this community, and you have grown up here. People love you here. How much is that going to be a factor in your discussions, whether it be with the Blues or with your wife, with your agent, in terms of just knowing, like, if you did re-sign here and you spent the rest of your career here, what that would mean for your legacy, both here in St. Louis and nationally? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a big deal. I mean, I've been here my whole career. The city means a lot to me. Uh, you know, my wife being from here, and we've got a lot of family and friends here. This is place, uh, you know, it's become a second home to me, and... uh I guess it's uh, it's one way to put it about legacy, and I've had some really good memories here too, and and I'd like to keep those memories. But again, it's we got to sit back and, and kind of go through this thing, and it's uh, it's a decision that takes a lot of people and a lot of opinions that that you know you want to count on, and obviously um, everyone knows you know I'm close with my family, my wife's family, and it's uh, it's fun to have those conversations because their inputs matter. This uh, this city means a lot to me, so uh, hopefully we can get something done, you know, in that aspect, but. Uh, again, certainly uh, a lot of things to discuss. All right, Petro, I've been asking this question of a few of the guys, and I'm going to throw it at you. Um, what's your favorite thing to grill? Okay, like I don't doesn't mean you have to be good at it. Doesn't mean you have to like be an expert. What's your favorite thing to throw on the grill? And if you're grilling, and we had, we even asked John Mosaylock this question, okay? <laughs> but favorite thing to grill, and then like what's the cocktail of choice while you're grilling? Just kind of sitting back on a Petro afternoon. Throwing the grill on, <laughs> swirling around a little cocktail. Bring us inside Petro World. I don't mind a little glass of scotch while I'm, while I'm grilling or maybe a glass of wine, but uh, if I can find time to even drink it these days. But <laughs> for me, it's, uh, I'm pretty simple. I mean, I don't mind like a nice beef tenderloin. I've kind of found, you know, time to make one. That's easy because I just put it on there and I leave it. I don't have to keep going to check it. Um, every time I open the door, the kids are running out. Or, or a nice, you know nice steak i don't mind going on the patio with the kids making a steak and kind of uh sitting by the pool with them so i'm pretty simple you know i like my red meat so uh anything that's that's red meat i'll have to go with that that's perfect buddy now i can't wait for the invite (laughs) (laughs) you got a babysit though (laughs) (laughs) oh buddy well look hey i want to thank you for coming on here i wish you uh, nothing but health and safety as things uh, progress here and i wish you nothing but luck with the contract obviously personally i'd love to see you here in a balloon out for the rest of time uh but i know decisions are decisions but i really really appreciate you coming on today petro 
You got it, guys. Anytime. My pleasure. You're the best. Thanks so much, Petro. We really All appreciate right, it. Guys. That's Blues yeah. captain and defenseman Alex Petrangelo joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN.